Hey friends, and welcome back to The Sandwich, hosted by me, Amanda Muse. I just spent 30 minutes dealing with tech stuff. Ugh. Hi, Dean. Hi, but you got it back. I did, and I didn't get too frustrated or mean. I just got a little frustrated and a little I would little say mean. to number one, I agree. Number two, I disagree. I could have been meaner, I got but a question I dealt for with you. it. What? Do you think that spider on that wall is going to crawl next to you and bite you on the neck? Just keep me posted. I'm All not right. afraid of it. There was a bat in our house yesterday. Ooh. And it was so adorable. Hey, tell the bat story. Okay. I'll tell you the <laughs> bat story. But before we do, I'm just going to say that this episode is going to be like beginning to end, soup to nuts, what went down with the house, the selling of the house situation. So buckle up. <laughs> Or have you been listening since the very beginning? Either way, I'm thrilled you're here and I would love to know what you think of the show. Head to iTunes, search The Sandwich, rate, review, and subscribe and let me know what you think. If you're here from another platform, I'm so grateful for your support. But I would love it if you could just take a couple minutes, head over to iTunes, search The Sandwich, leave a star rating, a comment, let me know what you think, share it with a friend, and follow. By letting iTunes know that The Sandwich is a podcast worth listening to, you will help get it into new people's ears and spread the love. Thank you for your support. Back to the show. But first, let's talk about this bat. Jeez Louise. So I'm in my sleeping place. Dean is slumbered Which is Esme's bed. Mm-hmm. which is ridiculous but that's a whole other story and i hear a bang and a shriek and it wasn't just a, it was like a scream from the, my core yeah it's terrified <laughs> scream like as if what did from you the think the mantle was happening? of yourself what what did you think was happening from that scream you know i don't know and at that point in the morning you don't care as much i'm just kind of like well what's happening is there a intruder i'm okay with that i need 15 more minutes of sleep. not uh, not you jumped your ass out of bed well, with a scream like that, you can't do anything but, but yeah, so I walk in to, or I walk in, you're cowering in the bathroom and you're like, I've got Jack, like I'm protecting him from a bear. There's a mouse. And okay. So here I'll, I'll tell you what I saw. Oh my God. It's horrifying. I actually, I really don't like it. Like it makes me feel, I start getting like sweaty. It's disgusting. Okay. So here's what happened. Safe place. Safe place. Safe place. There you go. Okay. So mornings are hard for me anyway. So I get up and I'm going to give the kids a little rinse in the shower and I get Jackie out of bed. He doesn't really want to get out of bed. So we're just walking into the bathroom. And as I pass through the doorway, I hear like the squeaking sound that mice tend to make, which I've only encountered one mouse that was in the basement, like in the spring anyway, or in the fall. So I'm thinking, oh my God, where is it? And I and I look up. So we have a door, like a sliding door. Like a pocket door. A pocket door for our bathroom. And it's usually always open. What is it? Oh, that spider. <laughs> so that one's got like sharp teeth too. No, it's, it'll be fine. Yeah, keep me posted. It's, it's okay. not interested in you. So anyway, so we have this pocket door that always stays open. Well, I was going to close it. Oh, I can't even. I was going to close it because it's morning and I was like trying to keep it quiet, right? Because I knew you were tired and sleeping because you just got home last the night before. And the door is not closing. And I'm like, that's weird. 
So I'm trying to close the pocket door and it's going, and I look up and what do I, I don't, I have never glanced inside that pocket door area. And what do I see? But, oh, and now I'm freaked out. It's like gray fur. And I think mouse. What else am I going to think? Yeah. I grab Jack. I haul him to the other side of the bathroom. Now I feel like I'm a prisoner and these screams start emanating out of me. (laughs) Guess I'm terrified. Jack, of course, is shaking funny. and screaming because he doesn't know what the heck is going on. And you come out of bed and try, and I'm like, mouse, mouse. And I'm just screaming, mouse. And you're like, where? I'm like, in the door, in the door. You said something like, in the sludgy track. <laughs> and I'm like, what is that? What's a sludgy track? And you were talking about the track for the pocket door up top. So I oh, closed the door. Or you leave, I close the door, and again, I hear the squeak, squeak, squeak. And this poor flipping look up, and you see a mouse with wings, a it, bat. It's a bat. But, unfortunately, the very tip of its mm. wing. So I took a glass jar, and I took a, I think one of those metal straws or something, and I kind of just coaxed it, and it fell in. Oh, my in. God, you took my metal straw to do that? Or your toothbrush, I'm not sure. Indeed! <laughs> Anyway, I got it into the jar and <laughs> put a towel over top of it. And we all know bats carry rabies like crazy. Uh-huh. So we had a look at it and we realized, oh, the very tip of its wing, it's those little tiny, tiny bones. They, his skin was torn off like about just a centimeter or so. You make it sound so calm and peaceful. Meanwhile, it was I've calm and peaceful. It's a beautiful little animal. It's cute know. as hell. And this, anyway. If there's glass between us, sure. I have a lot of time for bats. I'm screaming in the bedroom. Esme's now woken up, doesn't know what's happening. I then, I run outside with the dog. It's like lightly raining and like don't care. So I'm standing out there in my pajamas. Is that an abnormal reaction to a bat? I think so, but I just don't. Like it's actually. Did you ever run outside the house? Yes. I didn't even know that. I was standing outside. And I was like, I don't live here anymore. I don't care. I'm leaving. <laughs> I'll burn this sucker down. <laughs> I don't even own this house anymore and I'll burn it to the ground. <laughs> it, I've never been so freaked out. And then I come back in the house and, and you and Jack and Esme are like, oh, it's so cute. Meanwhile, I'm convulsing in the kitchen. <laughs> like I can't, I just, I don't know what happened to me in a past life with small critters, but I don't like squirrels. I don't, chipmunks, I make an exception. I don't know why. Oh, what is it about the chipmunk that's particularly appealing to your life? Its tail doesn't freak me out. It's just like cute. And you know what? It wants nothing to do with me and it runs away. Yeah, because squirrels are hunting you at night. You know, I had a squirrel jump (laughs) out of a tree once. And the only reason it didn't land on me is because it like hit a pole. And I've never been so terrified and I ran away. Anyway. Okay, so so that happened. So we got it down. Then we put it in. I put it in a... A mason jar. No, I I took it out of the mason jar because... That's uncomfortable. We put it in... Oh, we put it in a box. Yeah. With a little bit of like a... A, a rag or something at the bottom mm-hmm. kind of looked at it and it was just a screeching and uh, like like you know was it oh yeah <gasps> and they got teeth those things but you know what's amazing is i don't know why you'd need teeth because they what do they eat a thousand mosquitoes a night or something yeah. like that anyway oh. i called animal rescue here animal rescue there and i didn't get a risk i didn't get anything back finally i got an email from somebody yesterday that said, well, you can call this number. But I had already called the number and left messages, and I did it three times that day. So we left. We went for lunch. Nothing really happened. And then as I'm talking to Esme and we are trouble, I look online on YouTube, and it shows 
how they repair bat wings. <laughs> and they take a surgical needle for the broken bones and they glue it. And they basically use surgical glue, which is super glue. And they glue back the uh, skin onto the bone. And away you go. So I, I talked to the pharmacist. I got a very expensive gel, like a lidocaine gel, because I don't want to hurt that bat. And I was going to... So if you know Dean, like I know Dean... So I was going to lidocaine it, and as clean it. Any doctors or veter veterinarians? Is it veterinarian? Veterinarian, yes. <laughs> I love the way... That's one of the words that I love when you correct me on. It's like Dean says... Filthy. Sil no. Oh. <laughs> I can't even. He says sylvaneer. I've never wanted to just... Punch somebody in the skull. I would go more for the throat, so it would like, hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, oh, anyway. So anyway, we, me and Esme talked it over, and we decided, okay, well, there is a rabies risk, so we'll need face masks, and Esme can't stand anywhere close to it. I got the surgical gloves. I got the lidocaine. I got the alcohol to clean it. I got the surgical glue, but we had to go get su uh, super glue instead because they didn't have surgical glue. And we said, you know what we'll do? We'll calm this bat down. We'll put a slight weight on its wing. We'll gently hold it out we'll, we'll get it back to shape because who knows right so then you go on the internet and go like first of all in I'm our in our area of the country besides raccoons bats are the biggest known carrier of rabies and well, what see, does rabies do and you gave it just wait, let me finish and then you get esme all going on this you know if you even get rabies you can pretty well you're pretty well dead and <laughs> esme in the back seat she's crying I and i'm know like she was crying she was just crying and i was like oh no now she thinks we're not going to save the bat and i'm like well i'll take the risk i want to save this bat but it was actually me she was worried about she was like oh, dad, i don't want you to die i'm like oh great i didn't okay here's the thing too i actually wasn't putting a stop to this ridiculous project i was like you do you like you want to save the bats you go for it but then i was like hold on a second wait like if you get rabies does this kind of fuck up my life and i was like <laughs> is, actually, is the relationship over if you're dead like, i got I some think it shit is. for you to do in this new house and it's like you're being dead sucks like how am i gonna it's a lot more work also i kind of enjoy you it's and so then I, I was like reading by. Anyway, so I didn't even anyway, need to so we, so we realized so we, the risk was too high. Yeah, and so we toasted the surgery, and I basically, you know, I you look for advice on the internet that you want to take, <laughs> and, they, and the first it was, we're doing surgery on this bat's wing, which really wasn't surgery. It was sticking about two centimeters of skin back to yeah. a bone. Probably would have been okay. But it went from that to leave well enough alone. Yeah. Leave nature, you know, blah blah blah. So we explained that we're gonna. So then, so I took so I bat. took it to the corner of our yard. It's behind a wall, and put it in its box on an angle so that it could get out if it needs to get out, but it still would have slight refuge from, you know, cats, cats and rats and elephants and whatever could go after it. And that was the end of that. That's our bat story. But what were you gonna say? Something? Well, I, no, I was just gonna say so to navigate that situation with Esme, she's very smart about things and she has a very giving heart like you and she wants to save everything and rescue things. But then also it's like the cycle, you know, of how life works. This animal, yes, may get sick and die, but it'll feed another animal and like we're good, you know? So we had a little chat about it and I think she realized sometimes it's good to be creative and sometimes we got to make sure we don't die from rabies. <laughs> and so yeah. we learned that lesson. So that was that. Yeah, it was I'm fun. I'm still... I mean, I started thinking about it last night and I was like getting, like I was just like giving the shivers. I just, I don't like 
the nature things inside. <laughs> well, you had a little nostalgia for this house. You're like, we brought this house up from nothing. Next thing you know, like, I'm going to burn this sucker. That You see a bat, <laughs> the sucker's going down. Yeah, here I was too. Okay, you know what? Let's pause all the weird animal stories. For, th- for anyone listening that has not been following me on Instagram or YouTube and hasn't seen what has gone down in the last eight days, dude. Amazing. We decided that maybe we were going to start looking for a house. Let's just give you the short timeline and then we're going to get into it. We decided, hey, maybe maybe we should start looking for a house. We're kind of outgrowing our space. The kids need more room. We found like we were just keep kind of being inundated with crap around our house. And we're mm-hmm. like, maybe we should start looking. And eh, it's kind of a lot of work. And well, it's a good time of year, right? Start looking for a new place. Let's get together with Jack, our, our friend and realtor. Cool. So we sit down with Jack. Well, within eight days, we've sold this house and bought a new house and it's half empty. Yep, it is half empty. Wow. But tell the story. Let's let's start yeah. from the very beginning. beginning. It's, it's a, a very, very good, good place to start. start. Okay. So. What movie what, is that from? When you begin, you begin with do re Oh, yeah. The... Sound of music. Um, <laughs> I was going to say something else, but it is the sound of music. <laughs> it's not Mary Poppins. Okay. Oh, I thought it was Mary Poppins. Uh, no. Oh. Uh, okay, so. Which is another song that we yeah, could sing. That's true, but we won't. We'll spare you. Okay, so tell me, like, what was your reasoning for thinking it's time to go from this house? What were some of your... Well, if I can step back from that, just a little pre-thing. You know when you put a lot of effort into something? Mm-hmm. And you don't really notice your progression. You're like, you know, oh, I painted this door. I built this or I moved this wall or whatever. You kind of get to this thing where once in a while you, you, it all comes back to you. Like you look around, you go, oh my God, I did that and that and that and that. And hours upon hours and upon hours of doing it. And you build this little, like a little bit of a nostalgia for things, you know? Mm-hmm, for sure. Oh, I remember that one little spot that, oh, that was so much trouble or whatever. Or my dad and I did the tile in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. Romeo was here. Yeah. And <laughs> you, you and so I... You so angry the whole time. You, what's that? I was? <laughs> Dean is like, you're really talented with doing renovations, but I've never seen an angrier person. <laughs> well, well, in what way? The tile? I found that the screw, tile by thing? the way. Look, I found that screw in the window. That's not the screw. Oh. The but screw anytime. is black. It's just we're talking about a screw for a door. I had to change the door locks and whatnot. Anyway. You're, you're not like hammering stuff being like, oh, this is so fun. You're like, <laughs> fucking A. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. The dog's scared. She's I almost swallowed my tongue there. <laughs> uh, no, but. But I think that's normal. Like, okay, I've never seen like, I, like I don't guys think I'm angry. The thing is, is that it's like this. <laughs> okay, with my dad. I don't remember my dad being the biggest, the most patient person <laughs> when he was when watching me doing stuff as a boy. But he taught me stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, it, and and I am a pretty good person, but sometimes I'm a real jackass. And the way I'm a jackass <laughs> is that I expect that if you say you're going to do something, then you do it. So I'm measuring out tile... Or no, he's measuring tile and I'm cutting it. No, I think I had that burst. Anyway, whatever the case may be. And I would say, okay, dad, make this one so many centimeters or or millimeters because you had to cut it. So I had the tile cutter and and he hands me the tile and I put it. I'm like, 
no dad this is not the right size <laughs> well that happened i don't know 25 times and after a while you're just like you know what i could just do this myself well no i'm not even referring to that oh. particular moment great I'm just now saying, i dissed like, my dad for a story that but no in general sorry, dad. like i don't think you know you know when you watch like homes on homes that guy's an asshole like no he's not well he's not like well, he does the job but i think what i'm trying the point i'm trying to make is that when you are like a top chef or you're like a or, or you're someone who's like doing stuff that like requires a lot of energy and focus and if you don't do the right way if you don't add the right ingredients if you don't have the nail in the right place you're going to be annoyed and so listening i don't think when you listen to anybody working on home renovations they're like oh, this is so fun jolly bee like, <laughs> like putting together the door pip 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 jolio yep. and you're just like freaking a like it didn't yeah. work so it just makes me laugh like you've done a lot of work it's been exhausting but actually for people that are brand new, I should create a playlist. We sometimes I'll stumble on the video of this house when we first bought it, which we've been nearly four years in this home. Mm-hmm. What it looked like then versus what it looks like now is a world of change. Yeah, but I wanted to just, it is a world of change. So when you're looking at it, you put all this time into it, you're like, you fall in love with it. And then you're like, you know what? This house is getting a lot smaller to me than I remember it mm. because there is bins of clothes and toys and toys and more clothes and knickknacks and whatnot and your office is electrical cords and i don't have anywhere to put anything and so like okay so how it's set up you guys have probably seen on the channel like our basement is an unfinished basement. And so we did stuff to make it like a rec room area. We put in a fireplace on a thermostat so it turns on. Um, and then, of course, my desk is down there, which made sense initially. But now that I've expanded to the podcast and expanded to working with brands, there's not only tech and things and lighting all over the place. There's paperwork. There's products. There's. It's just gotten to be like every – I clean it, let's say, every two weeks – and by the end of that week, it's like a nightmare. And I don't even want to sit down there anymore. Yeah. Like, it's just exhausting. And also, the nature of my work has shifted where I do spend a little bit more time sitting at my desk. And I don't love being in the basement all day. It's just mm. like, ugh. And there's nowhere else to go because we have a smaller home, right? And I don't want to be at the kitchen table because then all of a sudden you're working in the well, kitchen it, again. it would make a lot of sense if the kids would stay in their room, we stayed in our room, and there was a spare room on the main level that we actually use for my early morning sleep mm-hmm. room mm-hmm. so to make a long story short the biggest reason that i wanted to leave this beloved home which i would live in here for the rest of my life mm-hmm. because uh it's perfect size it backs onto a park it's lovely huge backyard huge backyard old maple trees is that you just run out of friggin' space you do and not the space where you kind of like you live in a 25 or 3,000 square foot home and just like oh my god where am I going to put this other big screen I just don't have enough room you know with four people in the family Mm -hmm. that's a different ball of wax yeah we came back we had the money to do what we needed to do with we got this home for very very you couldn't you can't find a shed for what we paid for this home we bought just before everything started to switch yeah which is great but but it's the ugly duckling right it is yes and we learned that from a, a, a uh, acquaintance of mine from years back said you buy the ugly duckling if you can do the work because P.S. if you can do the work and actually not a lot of people are skilled in that anymore and 
well, we can touch on that later yeah. when we do our next home renovation show. Woo! We're going to renovate it like crazy and show you guys all that stuff. It's going to be wild anyway. Yeah. But actually, you can do everything yourself because it's really... If you can really simplify, uh, I think, in my opinion, you know, the, the, the lipstick on a pig type thing. Yeah. A paintbrush and some stuff. Even move a wall. It's not that big of a deal. Mm. But, no, for but some. For some. For some. You have a lot of experience. I think, I think what's easier to say is like, if you have a project, there could be two or three steps that you could do, even for the simplest non-skilled i consider myself non-skilled in any of this house stuff there's parts i can do you know there's the cleaning there's the if you have to rip something out if you yeah. have to paint something like and then maybe the real technical stuff you could hire somebody so yeah so that was my reason like, that was yeah. my reason and i What's feel your, like what was yours okay so my reasoning is being kind of the person who steps back i tend to do like the financial part of things and like looking at what what have we done and when we we both were in agreement that this place we out we've we've outgrown it and we got to a point that was like okay do we do a lift to the entire roof and start adding more a bedrooms story. A yeah like story. add we basically we have like a story and a half type yep. of home um three bedrooms two bath and an unfinished basement nice big deck nice big backyard i mean it's a gorgeous it's a gorgeous home but it's like okay we need more space i want to get my ass out of this basement so do we add an extra story with like an attic and maybe i have an office attic we have now more bedrooms upstairs um do we do that that you're looking at a hundred thousand or more to like lift and add all these things in a new roof, whatever. Or are we digging down and now you're messing with like the structural foundation of a home. And that's like, it's, I've seen it on HGTV when they do build down and create a basement. It's beautiful, but it's no joke. You know, you've got just so much happening and it's like, hold on. Similarly to how, when we built this house and if you've been with us for this journey, then you've seen all these little things. But like when we were even just looking in the kitchen, we maintained the the original cupboards um, and refinished them because they're beautiful, solid oak, right? But we decided with the countertop, rather than add like this granite, beautiful, expensive countertop, we looked at what's, is it going to add value to this home? Are any other houses on the street going to be adding granite countertops? Like, is it worth that? Or do we add a laminate with a top that I like? It actually looks like marble and is really nice mm. where you get a fresh looking kitchen, but you're not, it's like a, a fifth of the cost, you know? Yeah. So I sort of had that approach to looking at this house. Like, have we done what we should do in order to still maintain a profit if we sell? Or do we make this a forever home and go buck wild and like add a lift and do all sorts of crazy things and honestly when we sat down at, at the end of the day and we started looking at other houses that are available we realized it may be beneficial for us to actually start looking at a new home what you're saying is that and i think i felt the same way is that how, how much more do you put into a property before you kind of go you're the most expensive not, house on the street. you have the most expensive small house on the street yeah. and actually our good friend jack who's a realtor, he said this to me a long time ago when I was, when I did all this and you know, it was great, but we did what we had to do. We listened to the banker lady mm -hmm. that we had mm -hmm. and she goes, 
bathrooms and what does she say bathrooms and kitchens bathrooms and kitchens that's what sells a home and that's what we did Mm -hmm. like we have two full baths with two full tubs and showers and pedestal sink and and not just two full baths two beautiful updated modern bathrooms that were not haphazardly put together they were like so i think that's that's what it all made sense it's like you run yeah, yeah you run out of space but then you also you and I, and we sort of have talked about this, but people know it to be true. Like we are not the type of people who necessarily make big decisions based on emotions. We're not like, oh, this house is the house that we brought our dog home to. So we should no, but it kind of seems it kind of seems like we did, you know, because we we came up that one day we were like this sucks we had that that (gasps) dog running wild remember that i love how like shit happened and we were like you know what done well i don't we didn't say it right away we kind of i think we just were both like that we were thinking about all the options and Mm -hmm. you know i would come home and and uh or you would come home or whatever and the house would just be like oh my god well it's like i just cleaned it i just put things away yeah. And it's like messy again. And I was like, what is happening? But you know what it is? Right now, Jack and Esme are in the same room. They need their own private spaces to have their own things to put their stuff in those spaces. Because well, right now, they don't, neither of them like really put well, anything Well, they could in have their room. own room, but that downstairs room is kind of far away. None of our kids are confident enough to sleep that far away from mom or dad. Yeah, yeah. You're uncomfortable with someone sleeping on the main level when you're upstairs. Mm-hmm. And all kinds of different things, but anyway, yeah, it's the it's the why put more into this house? We're gonna get we're a great th- return. We're gonna get a great return, and holy moly, have houses gone up? Yeah. So, and then the um, little situations that help them right along, like that giant dog running. We had a dog jump through the screen of a second floor building just because it didn't want to be there and mm-hmm. it's a big dog and i don't want to st- i'm not gonna say the type of dog because the stereotypes dogs just crappy owners yeah and also nothing against folks who rent because i rented my whole entire childhood you know but it's just it's a rental property and so there you can't you don't know necessarily who's always in there and there's it's and, a it's a tra- yeah it's a transitory yeah. slightly transitory rental property and also a little and bit yeah, of ageism happening here but like they're young and they just the dog is really aggressive and scary. And yeah. um, when you have small children and a small dog, it's not a risk I'm willing to take. And so I guess, you know, it's funny. I say we don't make emotional decisions, but in hindsight, I was, that was to me, it was like, I'm done now. Well, I think it pushed it along. It did. It pushed it along. And yeah. it's not, it wasn't the only decision, but it was like, hey, we're going to get a great return on this home. We've done so many wonderful things over the course of four years to improve the the look and the feel and the function of this place. I need an office this is and to be fair starting last summer i was looking around at office rentals um in town to figure out like is there a place that i could get an office and when i say office it's not like your typical just have a desk and like really what are you thinking amanda but it's it's a studio i need a space where i can have my equipment set up and just to give you an idea like for me to set up the podcast today it took 45 minutes beginning to end and i also had a little technical issue so it took a little longer but in a perfect world in my office, I just sit down 
Do you know what I mean? And yeah. it's ready to rock. I'm not setting up equipment. It's done and ready to go. And so that is a big thing when you're limited on your hours in the day. So you need a like, creative space. I and do. I think that, you know, that was also a decision. But anyway, so, so you found this to, great place. Yeah, okay. So we sit down with our realtor. And what I'm trying to do in this episode, by the way, is just for those that are like, what in the heck went down? You're getting like also a little bit of a sneak peek because this hasn't even really been set on YouTube yet. I've sort of been just sharing the process. So mm. if you're curious about like the announcement, the declutter, the messy house tour, and then the stage go check it out mm-hmm. um, and actually by the time this episode is out I'll have shared info about the new place so like go check it out but basically um, we like let's just get together with Jack Jack's our friend now and like he can give us intel on like what's going on or is there anything you know happening in the city that we might enjoy but also as things come up because being a real estate agent he's gonna have access to new homes coming down on the market here's what we're looking for so what was on your wish list of what you were looking for for a house? Well, you know, I only have one thing in mind, quite honestly. <laughs> like, I want the 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 house with the good bones that you can paint up, move a couple walls, and increase the value of. And you know, it's a, it's a sizable, it's a bigger than what we had. So that's all I had. And then you had one other thing that you didn't want to leave in this house: the backyard. Oh my God, the backyard! Because we love, we tend to prefer. Older homes for the great bones, but also because you're not going to kiss your neighbor. You're so close. We live outside of a big city. There's no reason that we need to be within touching distance of our neighbor's homes, you know? Yeah. So that was, for you, that was like, we're not moving to a new house with a four by four backyard. Like it's not going to happen. We want like a nice space where our kids and dog can roam, right? Yeah. My wish list was a little bit more involved. And I was like, if I get at least half of this, I'll be happy. So I put on the big backyard for Dean. I wanted four bedrooms. So three bedrooms for one, you know, us and the kids. And then a fourth for like a guest room or a sleeping room. I wanted a garage and I wanted an office space. Yeah. And then we got together with Jack and we had coffee and we were looking and what popped up? The house that we wanted. With everything. Right there at a ridiculously. Good price. Good price. Like we had a budget and we said. We could afford more, but let's just, let's just, we like to do things where we're living a little bit below our means in terms of our home because should someone lose a job or who knows what. you Or just quit a job for yeah. no reason. Because <laughs> we've been known to do that. But yeah. I like that where, because the other thing is financially, because we're all adults listening to this, is like, I like to think about to, you know, let's not get the most expensive house where all of a sudden you're house poor. I like a lifestyle where you can go for lunch and buy yourself a pair of shoes and it doesn't affect your whole life. You know, yeah. all of a sudden you're missing a mortgage payment. So we had a budget. We saw one house. Oh, do you remember that other house? It had like bricks brought in from a church from another In place. Boston or something? Yeah. It was like this beautiful or, or old Rochester. house. And yeah, it was the strangest thing. So um, being a friend of a realtor is a pretty cool thing because sometimes you see stuff like, oh, you got to look at this. And Jack's thrown us a couple bones over the course of the years. And like, why don't you guys get into this? This was in an area where those, they're basically mansions, mm-hmm. <clears throat> beautiful homes. And uh, really old, really old and nice park and whatnot uh, nearby, uh, you know, aged trees, um, hedges. And mm-hmm. it was beautiful. Giant garage in this one. Mm-hmm. So we, we looked at it, we looked at the price, and, we went, and it was just kind of like, yeah, we could do it. Yeah. But it was like, why? It was about 200 over what we had talked about and said this is going to be our budget. 
So yeah, we could still afford it, but it was like, is this really? I think what it was more want? than two hundred above, wasn't it? No, it was about two hundred. Anyway, I don't budget. want to talk about money because yeah. who cares? Somebody could somebody could be living listening in China and they'd be like, how many RMB is no, that? Absolutely, it's it's all relative to your where you're living in life experience and this yeah. and that. But I mean, like a home even in downtown Toronto is twice the cost of what you get out in the outside. Twice, so, m- if not more. more yeah. yeah. So okay, so we looked at a few places. Well, this one came up within our range with everything we wanted. And we're like, let's go check it out. So funny thing though, is I actually had a hair appointment. So you went and saw the house. Oh yeah, I saw, the, I went and saw the house. Lots of room, lots of rooms and a backyard that's, like we have a big backyard. This is at least three times <laughs> the size of it. When we were walking in the backyard, I kept walking and walking and walking. And I looked back at the house and I was like, well, where does the fence start, Jack? And he goes, no, no, this is all your backyard. It's wild. You could put four or five other houses in that backyard. It's ridiculously large. Mm-hmm. They have a little water, uh, uh, a fountain with a fish in it. There's a sundial. There's a sundial. There's a horseshoe pit if you like that kind of thing. Yeah. Beautiful. So, There's lots. So I looked at it, and, and yeah. the thing is, is what I liked about it, it is stuck. It's 1987, man. It is all there. Track lights kind of odd colors you know duran duran posters no, no there was not <laughs> but anyway no, i loved it beautiful kitchen really big, beautiful bright yeah. windows because i love... but it needs it needs an it needs an update oh goodness yeah so perfect so um four bedrooms so i think i just backyard. showed you you made the decision based on a picture here's the thing i'm kind of a wild card i've been with you long enough kind of. i followed you to malaysia sight unseen i'm like please I bought this house even though I was like, mm, okay, fine. And then when we, knowing what we did in this house and how I was so skeptical and like worried and how you just, Dean pulls through. And then I thought, oh, for the love. I mean, I'm already in it anyway. Let's just go. You know, like I- You got I, nowhere else to go. I got nowhere else. To, well, I mean, I could. Oh my God. I always God. have the choice, but I enjoy you. Uh, and I was like- out there, uh, there's an eligible bachelorette. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. And I Googled it. Did you know, apparently I'm considered a cougar now that I'm 35? I don't even know what you're talking about, a cougar. God. Anyway, that's... What's a cougar? Please. A cougar. You know the term, cougar? No. Oi. Someone enlightened, Dean. I seriously love this podcast. I love the conversations I've been having with people. I love the conversations it's been generating with you guys. And I'm so grateful you're here listening. Just wanted to take a second to say thank you and also remind you to check out my Instagram page, instagram.com forward slash Amanda Muse. I am there every day usually posting a photo or video of some kind, but the real fun is happening in stories. If you like what you see on my YouTube channel, you will love the short snippets in my stories. So check them out, instagram.com forward slash Amanda Muse. Follow along. All right, back to the show. So I'm sitting in the hair salon and I'd seen all the photos and from what I could tell it was beautiful. I just needed you to confirm it because the way that they do photos now are just like you see it all and you said it's amazing and I was like, I'm sold. So we put an offer on a home without me actually seeing it. Then we made, uh, there was an open house. The day we made the offer, there was an open house the next day. They accepted the offer. Before their open house. Before their open house and they had... 
what was it above asking? Oh God. Okay. I don't even know. If I, we won't get. I into don't. That I don't want to get into it because if people ever that sold us that house ever here, they'll just be like, like, I hate them. I hate them like crazy. Well, here's the thing. So here's it, the thing. So like it, you're getting ahead yeah. of yourself. So we put an offer on the home. Naturally, they countered with you know something maybe a little bit more, some conditions, whatever, and we accepted it. It was within our budget. I was very happy. So great, we got the home that we wanted. Okay. But now we got to sell this house. And not only that, it's a closing date of end of June. So we bought a house without selling this house. Yeah. Without, without the condition of without, selling this home. Without so. financing. Yeah. <laughs> and because we made an offer low and they accepted it, and the next day they had like... Well, we you, you never know this as the owner. You never know this, but they, they, made, they had an offer well above the price. So they were a little bit miffed. So they lost out big time. And um, so we took it without an, they were like, well, one of the conditions is that you waive the inspection. And I'm like, pardon? We were like, fine. Well, we were fine because it's, you know, it's an 80s house. It's, there's, there's nothing going on there. It's, Mm -hmm. it's pretty basic. uh, You know, there's no asbestos or knob and tube or galvanized pipe. We dealt with all of that on this home. Yeah. But the point is, we're not getting into any of that stuff with the new owners. What I want to talk about is like, Great. So we got our house, but now you got to sell this house. Yeah. Like ASAP. And you keep hearing it's a seller's market. It's a seller's market. But you're like, woo, you're looking around your house going, there's a little bit of work to do because our house looks like it's going to implode on itself because there's so much shit everywhere. So we put an offer. It gets accepted. Dean, you have to go and work that weekend. Well, I'm like, well, shit, I should at least drive by the house. I haven't seen the bloody thing yet. I go get the deposit and the ladies at the bank are like, you haven't seen it yet? I'm like, nah, I trust Dean. It's totally fine. So then on Sunday, I drop Esme off at a play date. I'm like, Jackie, let's go drive by the new house. Well, I didn't know they were having an open house, which is kind of insane that they maintained their open house, even though they sold it to us. That's kind of odd. Yeah, I don't know about that. Well, maybe bit. you never know what was going to happen. Maybe I don't know why you do that. But Yeah. Anyhow, yeah. so um, I was Jackie and finally I see the house. And can I just say when I walked in, it just, you know, like you get a feeling of a place. This is it. Like this is home. It just felt like that. They had the windows open. There's a beautiful breeze going through. Nice, bright windows. Bunnies. No bunnies. Oh, I thought there was Because if there were bunnies in the house, <laughs> I'd have been out. But, <laughs> but it was like, it just felt beautiful and jack was giggling and i just thought this is it man and then when i walked in the backyard i honestly started to get a little overwhelmed with joy it was like i got a little teary-eyed because for years i've been saying to you i really want to get a lilac bush in the backyard i just really want lilacs i love them and then as i'm walking through i'm like are you kidding me there's two giant lilac bushes beautiful foliage like a little fish pond like they've really you can tell that the people that live there loved their space and i think that that's like you know you're spend so much time we're in can you the look on your face looks like you're gonna try and tease me right now <laughs> what how did you know that oh because so I did you, you sit down with your guitar with the von traps and start dun, 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 dun. let's start from the very beginning dean what i was excited i hadn't seen the home yet and i realized we purchased it and i was like a little bit like oh god i haven't seen it yet so I loved it. It was beautiful. I could imagine like all of our things in the places and like just the memories we're going to make and stuff. Um, so that was really exciting. And the outside, I mean, big old trees. I yeah. love that about a property. So, okay. So then Monday, so, you know, the reality of the situation starts to set in like, oh my God, we have to sell this house. And so our realtor, Jack, comes back and we're sitting at the kitchen table. And it honestly, it's like, 
now that you know you're trying to sell a home, you're like, the last thing you want to do is clean it up, but you got so much work ahead of you. So he sits down with us and we start getting down to like the nitty gritty of what is our actual timeline? And he's like, well, it's Monday. This house needs to be ready for showings this weekend. So you've got Thursday, we're going to get a photographer in. Friday, we're going to list. You need to sell your house a week from Friday. We have seven days to sell it because by the time you do all the paperwork and you're doing financing and things, the bank needs to know that you sold your house before they're going to approve financing. Like, you know what I mean? It's all these little, the chicken before the egg kind of thing, right? So anyway, so I'm realizing, so he walks out of here and he's kind of like, his mouth is saying, you can do it. I feel like his eyes were telling us a different story. Like he was just like, oh, there's a lot of work. Yeah, well... Jack and his wife are out of the child rearing years. They're, one of them is off to school and yeah. the other one is at home, but very Teenager. active. And they have a beautiful home mm-hmm. and it is probably kept in immaculate condition. And the thing is, is that Esme and Jack, when Esme's not trying to invent something or do a chemistry experiment in the tub mm-hmm. and Jack is not changing his shirt four times that afternoon. Right. Um, the house is neat for a very short time. Like when they're at school, it's very clean. <laughs> it's extremely clean. Amanda and I sit around in white gloves and drink tea. I, if I don't have a deadline, it's extremely clean. Like there's, you know, there's all these things. So he's looking around like, I don't know you guys. Well, you leave a task in front of Dean and Amanda. We crush that shit. By 2 p.m. that day, I had a storage container on the driveway. By 5 p.m., a good portion of this house was in that said storage container. We'd emptied True. a room. That room had been... Took, so, a, took apart a bed. Took apart a bed, emptied, emptied, emptied it out. Mattress. Mattress was out. dressers. We had emptied... I had staged the living room. Yeah, we did that. We did... So, yeah, we staged the living room. So we got... Did we get the stager in? Do you tell that story? No, I'll get to that. Okay, get to the, get to okay the so basically, by the end of that day, we just went... That's it, man. You put on your runners and you just get shit done. So... We're going and going. We're ignoring our children. No, I'm kidding, but kind of. Actually, the kids are at a beautiful age for moving. They just played in the yard with their friend. And like, I think just to give some frame of reference here, like when we moved into this house, we had a baby. I was still breastfeeding a very small child. It was very intense. It was November when we moved into this home. Oh my God. So it's cold. It's just a completely different energy. And also you couldn't just move in and start your life. There was a lot of shit to do in this house. We were ripping down wallpaper and like, oh, there's so much work. Um, This move to me is like the most carefree. Our kids are older. We're staying in our town. It's like, I love our home. We're staging it. It seemed like so much easier. So on Wednesday, we, through our real estate agent, they sent over a stager. I've never worked with a stager before because we've never sold a home. We just purchased our first, this was our first home. So she comes in and, you know, you can Google like how to stage a home. Um, and a lot of it, she says, a lot I'm going to tell you, you already know. But to what you can from this list and then just do your best. If you can do 80% of the list, well, dude, we did 100% of that list that she gave yeah, us. Yeah, we did, yeah. But also a stager is like, and P.S. This isn't sponsored or anything. This is just like what I think is is super valuable to a person trying to sell a home when you want the most value that you can get is like depersonalize it, right? Take down all your photos, which P.S. I had a lot of people message me from other countries like Sweden um, and Germany, I think it was saying they've never heard of depersonalizing a home. Like when you sell a home, you just leave it as is and people walk through. And I was like, interesting. 
But also the process takes months. Like I heard in the UK, it's like a 45 day minimum to sell your home. Like it's very different. So anyhow, in Canada, you depersonalize it. Probably this is similar in North America. Because what you're trying to do is have new owners walk in and say, I could be in this home. This could be my home. And I, I can I can I can kind of side with that because when the current or the owners of this house when we bought it, they had all kinds of knickknacks from various countries and those porcelain you know mm-hmm. if you sprinkle when you tinkle be a sweetie and wipe the CD type stuff you know like those mm-hmm. weird I, I don't even know what you call those things they're on a ceramic plate or something it's not really our vibe I couldn't wait to smash that stuff against the side of the garbage <laughs> container. The big garbage bin that we had through all the construction. Oh, yeah, the garbage bin. I just love that because, I don't know, there's something about it. You just want to get people's stuff out of your house. Out of here. So our home right now looks like, well, yeah, it still looks like like, like, like a show home. Yeah. The photo is very neutral. The walls, we have very neutral colored home anyway, very bright. Mm-hmm. Um, but little things like, for example, Dean did our, our door this beautiful red color, right? And she's like, take off the screen door so that you can see that beautiful red. And it was and like, what a oh my God, is it ever? You never would have thought of that. Never. You, know, you put the screen door back on. But just so like when people see it, it's like, wow, that nice pop of red. I'm not putting the screen door back on. No, there's no way. It, it When it came off, it's off. Oh, okay, you're just throwing it, it out? Well, it's... No, it's garbage. It it's, was 25, yeah, 30 it's years old. Anyway. So. Um, but little things like put a ma- um, some mats at the doors, at the entranceways, because right. that psychologically makes people take off their shoes. And you're like, interesting. Yeah. Um, and so she really took take us Take off through- those ghetto curtains that I made. Oh, yeah. yeah. We took down the curtains in the kitchen because yeah. they were just like our handmade things. And, and But all these little things. You know what was one thing that was surprising? And it was not her, but it was Jack. Is, you know, I... Where you have little cracks around the door frames and the baseboards where they meet the walls and stuff like, he says, cock all that. Because you don't see it sometimes, hey? You don't see it. But you know what? I did. I cocked along the stairs and in in the bedroom and along the baseboards. You know, two tubes of cocking is all it took me. Looks amazing. It it just, wow. It's And also look, yeah. even like the steps to do things. So, okay. So that was what... What was that? That would have been Monday. So that was Tuesday afternoon. Wednesday, I had scheduled the cleaning lady to come in. Like it w- it all worked out so well. She is especially, um, her oh, services are especially for people. Yeah, she loves to work with people who are selling their homes or buying new homes because it's like a top to bottom, flat rate, you know. So it's not cheap, but it's worth it to me. She cleaned our walls so well that we thought we were going to have to paint them and we didn't. So saved us right. a couple of steps. So she did. So what was nice too is like as we were decluttering, as we were preparing things for donation and as we were filling our storage container, we didn't have to worry about, I didn't have to think, oh my God, now I have to clean the bathroom. I was like, no, she's coming in. She's going to clean the bathroom. And then Thursday morning, knowing we were having photographers coming in the afternoon, we scheduled a steam cleaner for our carpets so that we could get that out. So if you figure we were ready Okay, actually, I'm skipping ahead. So here we are, decluttering Monday afternoon, late into the evening. Decluttering all Tuesday, prep, prep, prep. Wednesday, declutter, declutter, declutter. About 2 p.m., a car drives by. A no, nice car. But we didn't know that. You know what? Okay, so did you hear it first or did I? I saw them. And I was like, huh. And then Esme's like, mom, dad. Yeah, she came Yeah, she came in and she said, some guy's looking at our our house, I think he's calling Jack on the phone. Yeah. I said, well, go sell the house, Esme. Because she will do that stuff. So yeah. she walked out. And she's like, hi. Like the way Esme does. Standing there, staring at you with those big yeah. green And she just eyes. stares at you. 
Hi. And smiles. <laughs> she's like a, she's a little animatronic. Uh, she's the combination of two extroverts, very social people. And she's like, hello, standing out there. But she's so animated, you know, like she's, mm-hmm. she's just, she's got all these, like she just doesn't say hello. She just does things like, hmm, yeah, hi, it's a nice day. <laughs> anyway. So he's standing out there in his phone. And, and, and I could tell he, he yeah. I don't think he, I personally didn't get the sense that it was a tire kicker because he was just like looking at the house. He was, and P.S. a tire kicker is like someone who's like, yeah, they're not really going to buy it. They're just kind of pulling your leg. I think leg. everybody on the planet no, Earth honey, knows those tire kickers. They don't. You Western Canadians say weird stuff and people from other countries don't always know. And we're in a hundred, we're, we're in a hundred countries with this podcast. Of course, I didn't know what a cougar was. But now that I think, but I do know what a cougar is. Yeah, you do. But I just didn't, I don't know why we were. You're not a cougar. I know, but that's what the internet says. Apparently, it's 35. I'm like, what? Are you even 35? Yes. You are a cougar. I'm out of here. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I gotta move. So, Lakes fella, standing outside. So, meanwhile, we're t- so we're on a group chat, me, you, and our real estate agent. So, we're texting him, and we're like, we think this dude is going to call you. And he's like, yeah, we're on the phone. And we're like does he want to come in the house? But like, we're not ready for showing. There's boxes everywhere. We look like a hot mess. I'm literally sweating. It's disgusting. And I'm like, uh, maybe we just, and Jack goes, listen, so this is Tuesday afternoon. He says, Wednesday, I've scheduled a viewing for 5 PM. And we're looking at each other like, holy shit, we have some work to do. Like that. So keep in mind, the house hasn't been cleaned. Our our cleaner isn't coming till Wednesday morning. And Wednesday evening, here we are thinking we're going to be ready for an open house on Saturday. And we're just like, holy shit, he's coming tomorrow. Well, folks, 4 p.m. on Wednesday, we were done. Yeah. Done. But those were, those are long days, man. (laughs) Like. That was insane. I cleared my schedule. I had nothing due, thank God. Yeah. You happened to have a couple days. That was like your days off. Yeah. We went crazy hard we filled that i mean we didn't really fill that storage container to a point where it's going to be moved this is like just shove stuff in there but we decluttered we did improvements you changed things like you know you you painted certain areas we really like divide and conquer i knew i wasn't going to be painting i wasn't going to be doing any like up you know anything that needed to be fixed so i went and like went through room by room by room with boxes and just decluttered and packed up i staged cleaning lady came through she was incredible oh my god she it was like a whole new house and then we got everybody in the car and we were like oh my god like that was intense and so we get in the car we've got the family they're doing they do the tour and this is wednesday evening and our real estate agent says i think he's serious so let's see what happens but no no offer came through on wednesday night and we were like oh damn okay so we're just going to go ahead with this open house Thursday morning comes, we get the steam cleaners. I'm working because now we're done, right? We've decluttered everything. So I'm editing videos. Steam cleaner does an exceptional job. Thursday afternoon, we're kind of like, you know, we got an offer. Actually, we did get an offer Thursday morning, but we didn't accept it. We came back with a counter. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It was that's a little right. lower than we anticipated. Well, he, uh, you, you got to mention that when the guy talked to Jack, our real estate guy, Jack told me that he's making like a bully offer. Oh yeah. So so like okay, what do you want? We'll give you thirty thousand or whatever above ask asking price. So when he kind of went a little lower, little lower, we said, hey, big spender, you know, you're well. We didn't say that, but we just said, 
hey, you know what? Um, you kind of wanted us to get it prepped and go and and you're going to make this big offer and it didn't happen. And and something we have to consider again. So Jack made the smart move. And he just says, you know what? Stay where you are or, or just show it because the thing is, is that you're going to get a bidding war. You're going to get a bidding war. We were and, anticipating a bidding war on this house because of the houses in the area, similar size, similar room things. We had the one with the more bat, like we had more bathrooms. We had a bigger backyard backing onto a park. Like there's a, and we've done a huge improvement to the home. Yeah. So we thought we're going to get a bidding war. So why go lower on your first offer when you could potentially make more? Like we're going to sell it. Except for the fact that. We needed to sell. <laughs> we need to sell it because we just bought another house. Yeah. So we're kind of yeah. like, oh shit, what do we do? What do we do? Right? Yeah. Because our real estate agent can tell us many things, but we're the ones who ultimately make the final decision. So right. we're looking at this. So here we are. What day are we now? Timeline wise. We are Wednesday. No, Thursday. Our house is supposed to go on the market in one day and we're hoping to sell a week. So we got eight days. We're thinking, what do we do? So you know what? We're like, hold firm, man. Fine. So we go back. We say, no, we'll take this value. So we're sitting here with bated breath all afternoon and I'm we're all, I'm kind of like edgy. We're just like, what's happening? You know, like if we can avoid an open house, that would be incredible, right? When you've got two little kids, where am I going to go stay in Airbnb? Like you're away. So then it came down to it that night. Oh, the photographer came through, took all the photos, which is great because we're like, well, we'll take the photos anyway because we don't want to waste time here. We got to put this house on the market tomorrow. Oh. Well, 1027 on Thursday night. We sold our house. Yes. Yeah, we did. Bye. Woo! I was so excited. We, I mean, if you were watching on Instagram, you saw it go down, but I was so excited. Like, I can't believe we did it. Yeah, it's amazing. Monday at noon, we were like, let's do this. Thursday at 1030, this house was sold. Yeah. You're awesome. No, you're awesome. Well, that I know, but that was incredible yeah it was good i feel like we broke a freaking record no but you know what i like about it I'm, I'm always a big one for like if you're gonna do something let's get it done yeah man. i'm not gonna oh. i'm not gonna rush to do it just hold on i'm not gonna rush to do it but i really 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 appreciate when everybody does their job together from the mortgage broker to the real estate guy to the buyer to the uh to the sellers of the house that we bought to the person that cleaned our carpets, to the lady that came to clean the house. It took a village. Well, I don't know Hillary Clinton. Yeah, I kind of did. But hold <laughs> Rude. You're rude. Why can't you say that? Well, okay, you can say it. I just, it's an old term. I think. You're I, old. I figured you'd get the reference. <laughs> oh, geez. But no, seriously, we all put our heads down and did the work and yeah. came together. It wasn't like... You know, nobody was dragging their feet. When there was something to be done, we did it. Yeah. You know, and it was like, I kept thinking like, well, no, and there's got to be an order to how we do things. And it's like, no, just go room by room, get it done. And the kids helped and they understood that we were really busy and trying to sell this house. But here's the best part. What? So the new owners for this house, our, our house right now, yeah. are closing on the same day that we're closing on our right. new house. Because we thought we're having such a quick turnaround. It's likely we'll yeah. carry the two mortgages for one month. We don't need to. Yeah, it's amazing. She, I, I'm not going to get into it, but the new owners are just, they want a new home. Yeah. And oh my gosh. It okay. Just, it just all worked out. So then that beautiful, heartwarming, should I tell them that story? So on Sunday, I think it was, or Saturday, 
one of the owners, like kind of like us, oh, didn't yeah, get that. a chance to see the home. Yeah. So she was hope she was just asking, can I do a walkthrough with Jack? And I was like, oh yeah, absolutely. So I cleaned up the house, took the kids, we went for a walk and they did a walkthrough and loved it, you know? And it was funny because I was driving away and I could see her standing next to the sold sign, like taking the pictures, just like I had done at our new house. Oh, that yeah. was really cute. Yeah. Um, and being such an extrovert, I was like, I'd love to meet her. But I'm like, I think that's too much. That's crossing a line. So whatever. Not necessarily. You could, you could leave your contact uh, information. You love I to, think I will. You love well, to be actually, social. Well, actually, she's so sweet. She found my YouTube channel and oh, she commented she on a oh. video, which was so nice. But anyway. We're sitting in someone else's house now, Amanda. Well, who's in my house is the question. Let's go oh. over there. Um, But what was I getting at? I oh, damn it. You lost me. Oh, no. So here. Um, So we come back and it's just like, to be honest, like, you know, the volume of work and energy that it took to get this house ready. And then also I had to edit videos and things in the meantime and like parent and stuff. And as had you, I was so exhausted on Friday. It was like just this like emotional come down and Oh, that was like a huge week. I got the biggest cold sore of my life on my face. Skin broke out. Like none of this was easy in that sense, like it till it still took a toll. So I come back and I'm feeling all sorts of feels because we sold the house and my dad's coming out to spend the day with the kids and I, Dean's working. And Esme goes, hey, and on the table is a beautiful letter with a big bottle of wine or a normal bottle of wine. And it was the nicest letter. And to paraphrase, um, the new owners just you know, said, actually, we saw a couple of your videos about your home and we could see all the work that you put into preparing this home and the work that you've done over the years. And we're so excited to move into a home that was filled with so much love. And it was the nicest letter. And the and, sweetest part about it. At the end. We yeah. told you about how Esme went out to the curb and waved to this gentleman that bought the house. In the letter, it said. It was so Wasn't nice. it sweet that your daughter said hello to me and it re he reminisced about a memory that I won't share because it's yeah. our business and his. And uh, so we credit Esme with basically selling our house. So we keep telling Esme she sold her house. And so we told the kids since they sold our house for us that we'll buy them a ride-along lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out for the best parents on Instagram with Driving a lawnmower is probably get in trouble because it's a dangerous equipment. We'll probably have to... When we buy it, we'll probably have to put like a cab on it. So nobody can tell it's a seven-year-old inside. Yeah. <laughs> and like safety, everything around yeah. it. Oh, my goodness. But, but you know, well, truth be told, they, they'll have to be trained on But truly, uh, it was only like. only drive it when they're eight. And only have one beer. Like, <laughs> yeah, just one beer. <laughs> just one beer, never yeah. two. No, no. That'd be wrong no. when you're seven. And, right. Um. Oh, my God. I have dreams, you guys. I'm going to get myself a snow. I am that person. They all know that Amanda's always out there shoveling that damn driveway. Well, friends, I'm going to get a snowblower this Christmas. I'm excited. You love that. You get I out there. You're like, whenever it's snowing, I'm like, oh, my God, I got to go to work. Meanwhile, and, I'm like waving at you from outside. <laughs> you're like, ah, this is so great. I'm shoveling. Well, you know what? I know you're going to be like you joked about it, but I know you're going to be doing it. Oh, I know. Some, are you kidding some me? People are now I got somewhere to park you, like, it. I'll be like, hey, hey, Robert. New neighbor name. Let's see. What do my new neighbors be called? Hmm. Uh, Charles. Hey, Charles. Uh, do you want me to do your driveway? I got gotcha. <laughs> you. Yeah. Who wouldn't want me as a neighbor? You know I'm what? so friendly. That would be a, why don't you be a social media personality and also have a snowblowing business? I mean, I could you do could it. You could kind of roll it. Oh, that would be so awesome. Just like take vlogs from the cab. Be like, hey, guys. But I'm excited because you know what? 
one thing I do regret, I wish we would have documented a little bit more of this house's transformation. I know there is some. For what? This one? Yeah. Oh, honey, there's there's an hour of content on the internet right now. Oh, I didn't know that. I wish we had documented more when we moved into this house. That was so crazy. There was so, at the time I was vlogging, but I think I was so emotionally tapped out that I didn't, I didn't document what I think I should have. I also felt really insecure about like maybe documenting other people doing work in the house. Well, shit, in hindsight, I wish I had that. Like yeah. to see the real before and afters and stuff. I, I remember we were talking before we did this podcast and I was asking, you know, when we moved in here, I always picture or I hear people then they get into moving into a new house or renovating it always seems like everybody's got their act together. Like, well, we stayed at the Sheraton for a week and, you know, while they were laying our tiles and whatever. <laughs> right. We had in November, we the roof the of, we had a hole in our roof. Mm-hmm. Well, we could have. No, it was uh, February. Oh, sorry, February. We had a, that's right, because we did the, rena- uh, we did a kind of a, we removed so much wallpaper mm-hmm. and freaky stuff. It was unbelievable. But there's videos of me crying in the kitchen overwhelmed <laughs> how much there was there's videos do. of me cr- no there's none. <laughs> with the green but wall what i was gonna say is that don't you the find carpet it, on the floor i kind of wish like you know you feel like the ugly stepbrother of the people that do maybe normal renovations whatnot because mm-hmm. you know we moved from malaysia we're homeless like literally mm-hmm. big bank account but homeless mm-hmm. then we moved into a house then we sued our landlord because he was an asshole he was an asshole and p.s i won yeah yeah but he was trying he He was trying to i I don't i'm not a big fan of suing people but the whole thing is he was trying to hose us long story short yeah i had all the evidence then through our bank we met jack we found this great little house it needed work man but you know what look at this look how much cash you made off this house it's ridiculous i know and you know it's fun well anyway we'll talk about that another time i was I got sidetracked, but I wonder if it's reading your Instagram on it's easy to see that people have gone through similar experiences, but it's hard to understand, you know, accept that has anyone gone through like what we've gone through? You kind of, and you're not proud of it. Like we were sitting in a basement, you're breastfeeding Jack in front of our TV and that was before the fireplace was installed with this electric heater that I hung above the the sofa. Remember on the and ceiling? And if you weren't in the line of fire for that heater, you were freezing. You had like hypothermia. Yeah. You'd walk to one side of the basement, you'd see your breath. And then in February, the roof was off this place. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I don't even think that was the worst part. I think the worst part is when they were doing the tiles in the kitchen because that there was so much dust in this house yeah it was like and i we're not the first or last people to ever live in a home during renovation because let's be honest you need to have a lot of funds to do the reno or family that's nearby oh yeah family or or something our family was like way too far away and when you've got a baby yeah that's intense but yeah we um we did it and yeah. it turned out beautiful. And oh, and one of the things I'll say about this new place is there is work to be done, but nothing to the degree that we've done in this home. Like we will probably, um, you will see very soon an office reno because there's a beautiful office space. It's actually on its own floor, guys. It's pretty cool. Yeah, let's, that's going to be exciting to do. And I think that's going to be fun to share that stuff because oh, yeah. um, 
and and start you know i think I like the planning and like how do you put yeah, this together but I, I really want to like you know we were all i know jack wants us to go in there and start moving walls and and whatever like a house flipper because i think that house could sell for a lot more money right now but it's gonna we're gonna do your office we're gonna do that probably i guess you'll do it as a blog or or a vlog right oh god man yes I don't know. You should know. Blogger, vlog. married to a vlogger. A vlogger. That's a video log. Okay, thank you. And uh, <laughs> but we'll be in that house for a while. Well, we'll see, Amanda. I might get a job in the Starship Enterprise, and in you China. can go, and we'll have a long distance relationship. Oh my god! So long. Okay, I'll say, hey, hey, Ching Mai, let's uh, let's shack up together in shanghai and my wife's back home with the kids no let's not do that no i are you kidding me you think i'd be single for very long <sighs> remember i'm a cougar now probably so. probably would because <laughs> you're out of the range now you're Ooh! a cougar be attracting all those you're no youngins long, you're no longer a mountain lion oh my god okay i think we, we talked the hell out of that we did so we did it friends that's that's the that's the scoop on the selling and the purchasing, but I mean it's nowhere near done. We still have to sit down and do like all like we've done all the paperwork, but the final paperwork we got to get the keys. Um, you know I've got to switch all the things like the hydro and blah 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 blah. So what I would say is if you're interested in this storyline, because this is kind of the storyline of our lives right now, I'm actually documenting the whole thing vlog style on my channel. Search Amanda Muse on youtube and you'll see it and i've created a playlist i'll link the playlist actually in the show notes because it is really fun to watch and actually i have to admit by me documenting this and i've said this before in all aspects of moves like it keeps me honest and holds me accountable and actually i feel like no they want to see what more we've been doing i feel compelled to like stay on top of everything in a weird way like Mm -hmm. i actually kind of fell down the rabbit hole on saturday and i was watching all of our old vlogs from when we announced we were leaving Malaysia and like following and documenting the journey. Did you cry? Oh, I didn't cry during watching it, but I mean, I cried on camera several times. It was, you know what it was when I saw that? It gave me such perspective to how much easier this is. Like that was so difficult. There was a part, you probably don't remember this, when we did the garage sale for selling everything in our condo in Malaysia, both of the kids were sick. And you were away. Were you away? I think you three, the three of you were sick. And we had like children that needed to be sleeping all day. And then we had like a hundred people coming into our home to do a garage sale yeah. in this condo. And I had like the crazy person giggle. I was like, ah, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Like at my, I was just, and you know, I'm looking at a version of myself going, oh girl, life is so much easier right now. Like if only you knew what was coming. So it's very interesting to share the, the truth behind how this looks. Cause it's not all like you know, on the, on those channels on television where you're like, we bought a house and now it's perfect. There's. Yeah. But I, I I wonder how much of that people really want to hear and how much they want to see. Like you, you look at these renovation shows and a lot of them are really just perfect. Right. You know, like. And they have their place. And they, and they do. But you know, I, I really don't think that, that, um, you appreciate the, the, you know, I think it's kind of like if you're fantasizing about how it's going to be, those are the perfect show for you. Yes. But the, then if you the, want to see how this shit's really going to go down. Yeah, they should I've, they should seriously have a show about that because it's like... 
Well, I'm doing it. So there's your show. Oh, okay. But I've had a lot of people messaging me going, this is incredible. And I'm eating up all of this right now because we're about to put our house in the market in a month or we're going through this too. And this is insane. Or we're thinking about this. And I feel like we're very much the type of people where yes, despite the fact that a challenge is ahead of us, we will take it on and it may not be easy, but we're going to do it and try to stay married through the process. And so it's not that bad. I joke, but no, it's hard. You're hard. hard. You're You're, what? No, you, I think, I don't know why you always say that. I never, ever feel that, um, we are at that much of odds when we're getting ready to do something. No, we're not. I just feel like we're busy people. And so like, there's not, there's not a lot of like, Hey, uh, talk to you later. You know, or you know what I mean? Yeah. Actually, we were supposed to go eat something before I go to my massage. We got to go. You can just go to your massage. I need to eat. Uh, I think I'm just going to have a bowl of soup. We're going to go have lunch, guys. <laughs> and Dean's going to eat the food that I take him to the restaurant. All right. Well, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, follow along on YouTube and on Instagram and in all the places because you get more of like the real day-to-day stuff that's going down. And uh, wish us luck. We'll be in our new house like real soon. Tune in. Woohoo! Okay, bye. Bye. Did you know that I also make YouTube videos? I have been a content creator on YouTube since 2012. That is seven years, friends. Seven years of videos of my face and other things are on the internet, which is kind of awesome. If you found me through this podcast, Thanks for being here. I appreciate the support. And if you want a little bit more, head over to youtube.com forward slash Amanda Muse and subscribe. I put videos out twice a week, Mondays and Thursdays, from a range of topics, from rant videos about how I was shamed for self-care, to relationship videos about my husband and I being in an age gap relationship, to vlogs, travel experiences. It's all there. Head to youtube.com forward slash Amanda Muse and subscribe.